welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. There we go. Okay, hello. Welcome to episode 462 of the Self-Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, and my good pal, Sean Orford. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing very, very well. well I'm just you checking out week? my um, my card that I use if I have to go abroad. It runs out in 25, so I've got plenty of time on that because they don't charge for any exchanges in terms of money. Ooh, and we might be going abroad soon, hey? Yeah. Yeah, Sean and I have got a little uh, adventure plans to uh, the Netherlands in a few weeks, so uh, I'm sure yeah. we're, we're hoping actually to do a little... Uh, a podcast or two while we're out there if, if uh, conditions allow for it and uh yeah find a little quiet spot to watch the world go by we could do one on the train couldn't we we could do one on the train we could do one i've got my we're going to amsterdam so i'm hoping we can find it it's a quiet city because there's not like tons and tons of cars and lorries thundering by every on every street so we could actually find a nice little quiet cafe to uh Sit and record. We might get run over by a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, the terrorist cyclists of Amsterdam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, terrorist cyclists stoned on space cakes. <laughs> now, that would make a good podcast. Yeah, if we find <laughs> one. Yeah, we'll find a special little cafe that we can uh, partake in a, a puff or two or maybe a special little cookie <laughs> that we might, might have made. That'd be or fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right now you're talking um yeah i want to apologize we, we missed a week last week and it's totally my fault i went on a holiday not a staycation i went to back up to northumberland as i normally do and i completely forgot to kind of let sean know before so that we could record a couple and i was having i was so like in such a trance on holiday it was doing its trick that i didn't even check my laptop on, on my messages to to get the reminder from sean so yeah we just we just missed a week so hopefully all well, the world's still spinning and everyone hopefully everyone's all right the, uh, I think it's your age. I think that uh, you need to see a doctor. I think I've been forty for like a few, just a, three or four months, and uh, it's already everything's going. Look what it's doing to you. Down the pan, dear me. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sean's written a blog post, which is available on the website livingthepresent.co.uk, as he normally does. He writes a little blog post, and that we use that as the inspiration for our episode. And it's about holidays, um, and you've actually entitled it "Staycation." Uh, I don't like that phrase staycation right off the bat, uh, but I'll come on to that in a little bit. Um, yeah, I've mentioned the website, uh, sign up for all the alerts and stuff via there. But how have you been, Sean? Are you, uh, how are you feeling? Because you've had COVID again, I, I think. I had COVID again, second time around, um, and it knocked me sideways for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am coming back up, um, and I'm working with a particular professor of endocrinology, who uh, is uh, working on my system, trying to get it working again properly. Get so, your woo back. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll see me in a in a few couple of months' time, you know, looking like a hunk and, hey, come on. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got three or four weeks, I think, uh, maybe yeah, four weeks before Amsterdam. So, yeah, you've got to get get yourself in shape by then, eh? I'll be tough and hard by then, big one. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got some news, but it's not. I don't want to burst the yeah get too excited. But yeah, I had a job interview a couple of weeks ago, 
Yeah. Uh, and they offered me a role or, uh, yeah, so it's a part-time job. I don't want to say too much about it just yet because I haven't had all the, the, the I's dotted and the T's crossed and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, uh, it was a part-time job, so it shouldn't shake up my life too much. But um, a bit strange. I haven't had a proper job for a while. Well, what made you go for that? What was the uh Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's combining my uh, interest in sustainable transport with my kind of design skills um, and yeah, right. little stuff. So it was a bit of a no-brainer to go for it. I mean, it's work from home with the odd yeah. meeting around the country. Uh, right. So, yeah, give it a go. It's a, a year contract, so it could take me to some interesting places. So, uh, yeah, I thought, yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make some interesting fodder for the podcast in the in the coming months because uh, yeah, I've uh, I've been self employed for I don't know fourteen years something like that. So um, yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how I, how I slot back into that kind of work work life. But uh, yeah, I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, your blog post is around holidaying, holiday in the UK, and the first kind of line or two is interesting. Actually, piqued my interest asking the question, is it selfish to go on holiday as in a holiday as in overseas, uh, jetting away? So what, what's behind that line, Sean, before people start like um, their out in anger? Well, it's, it's like we're all worried about global warming. We're worried about, you know, the climate changing. And it's like when you start to look at the amount of resources that are used in going abroad, it's huge. Now, I guess that a lot of the countries that we would go to need the economy so i get that um but you know do we actually need to i suppose that that's a very kind of a subjective question isn't it you know need do we need um to go somewhere where we can lie in the heat and get drunk and um by the pool kind of stuff which is what a lot of holidaying is about it's about going and having a jolly time yeah and why can't we do that here yeah i mean i know i'm the climate dude and environmental i'm, I'm not i haven't been like buried in a hole or for, for the last 10 years i have been on airplanes in my life and i think it was three three summers ago we went on our on a family holiday to mallorca calador um so i know what those kind of holidays are like and i know that they can be amazing the, the difference in temperature between the uk yeah. <laughs> and a place like that is pretty stark even on a really hot day in the uk when we get to what mid-20s even high 20s mm. it's a different kind of heat over there isn't it and it's so yeah a dry heat ours is a wet heat yeah um, yeah so uh, you know and it was an all-inclusive holiday you know so we sat by the pool and there was just endless food and drink and the beach was just a short stroll mm. so i on i you know I understand how why those holidays, like why people keep going back, because they are amazing. And to be transported at such speed to, you know, such a different climate and a, like a, an alien environment. Mm. Amazing, isn't it? And we're, I'm going to link to um, kind of the history of the holiday to, to see how we've got to this place where we can. So unplugging ourselves from that kind of trip, which is relatively affordable now as well, thanks to the years we've spent building networks and, you know, all the complicated toing, throwing and passport systems. Um, it's going to be very hard to convince people to, <laughs> to, to throw that away. And, you know, I've just had a week in Northumberland, in, you know, at this type of year, 
uh it's it, well the first couple of nights it was kind of in our caravan it was probably close to freezing overnight so that's a bit of a change isn't it uh and it's a hard sell so is it is it something that we can even sell or do we just kind of have to wait for the network and the kind of energy systems to collapse what do you think well when uh when i was younger um everybody holidayed in the uk people didn't go abroad it was it was the 60s when people started to to, to look abroad um and the, the, the there would be big trains would go from london to different parts of the country um and whole council estates would empty out onto a train and end up in in a particular place and it was like the thing that changed it was people kept talking about it was the summer because the summers in england were wet and if you went other places the summers were dry and that was the big thing it was about being able to go to the sun guaranteed sun you know you could go on holiday from um, london to norfolk and then it would rain for two weeks kind of thing whereas you could go to spain and it'd be sun for two weeks it was that kind of stuff yeah. and uh that kind of made sense at the time and uh, but if we're in a world which where we've got global warming and things are getting warmer and we've got these um kind of dry summers it's like actually the reasons to go abroad for the heat start to diminish um you know yeah yeah i do um i mean yeah i think there's a lot of role. I was watching. I was getting a bit annoyed a few weeks ago watching uh, watching telly and watching the news. Which again, I probably watched too, more than I should. But there was that. There was a lot of focus around airports because I think that I think there have been issues with getting yeah. all the people through the airports because the staff the staffing issues post COVID. Mm-hmm. There's lots of queues and they're they're really struggling mm-hmm. to kind of get everyone through on time. Um, mm-hmm. And it was kind of I, that kind of sense that a proper holiday means that you have to go to an airport. And there's real cognitive dissonance because, you know, the, the, the feature before or after that would often be something around Ukraine uh, in terms of, yeah, that what's going on, the horror that's going on there and the need to reduce our reliance on fossil fuels, that, you know, specifically mm. those that are being sold to us by, from, by Putin. Mm. And then there would be also an, something about Extinction Rebellion or the Just Stop Oil protests where they're kind of stopping oil tankers coming out of uh, the oil refineries, you know, so in one hand you're mm-hmm. saying, yeah, we need to do this and so we need to uh, get off oil and gas. And then on the, on the other hand, pray for the poor hardworking uh, holiday makers that want to jet off <laughs> to uh, here, there and everywhere um, in, in a couple of hours. So we're, re- we're, we're really confused, aren't we, as a, as a people as to how we navigate our way through these kind of converging crises I, I, I think that the, the issue, I mean, I, I've say, I'm saying, like, is it selfish to go on holiday abroad? Um, I, I, I wonder whether people are going on holiday abroad because they go on holiday abroad rather than actually thinking about what they're doing or where they're going or why they're doing it. No. Yeah, I mean, so habitual for some people. For us as a family, uh, I would like to think that at some point in the next year or two, we will get overseas, ideally by a train. Actually, I've kind of been looking into that. A bit more um but maybe we'll hop on a plane the four of us to, and you know use a bit of our uh carbon footprint or carbon budget doing that kind of thing because I, I would love to get back to italy or or spain that kind of thing it's just but for us 
our default kind of holiday is Northumberland because we've got a caravan up there that we share with with the family. So um, three times a year we, we'll we'll get up there, and that's that's just how as a family we've done things for years, even when I was a kid. So it's just ingrained in our habit to, to do that. Whereas for other people, you know, it'll be you know save up enough cash or whatever, put some money away um, to have that week or two weeks once or twice a year in Spain or in Italy mm-hmm. or in Croatia or or whoever wherever you can go anywhere you want now Mexico you know you can get there pretty easily now mm-hmm. I'm told so yeah undoing those those habits assuming that we need to do that if you think we need to is is going to be hard isn't it almost impossible i would say i can remember being in a meeting it would have been the end of the 90s in crew big railway station there Mm-hmm. with British Rail, and they were telling me how I would be able to drive my car onto the training crew and drive off in southern Italy. You know, yeah. that's what they were planning with the rail networks and everything that was, you know, with the, the tunnel and being able to drive right the way through, the train right the way through to across Europe. Um, but it hasn't quite happened like that. Now, that would be quite a different thing, wouldn't it? If we were, if we could put on sort of a thousand cars on on a train mm. and take it through to France or Italy or whatever. Wow, that's quite a different scenario, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I won't go into it. Car, like cars are just too inefficient to do that with, really. So that's where, like, you, you, mm. you just can't get a thousand cars on on a train. It would. You'd, so long it would be ridiculous you could get maybe 50 or 60 i guess but yeah i mean we used to have a network in the uk like you were saying where people could go off on holiday on a train but mm. the important the, the important difference was which is was that their luggage was kind of sent a day or two beforehand yeah. on a separate network on a different train overnight or something yeah on a big trunk so yeah you a big load trunk. up your big trunk uh, yeah. and uh yeah, it would it would be there when you got there. So you know, we we travel by car to Northumberland, and it's, it's handy because we can put all our stuff in the boot. Um, but I would like to experiment one sometime this year, going up by train, uh, and then having our luggage because we got these amazing delivery networks now, haven't we? Through Amazon and DPD and Royal Mail, mm-hmm. uh, where you can have, have anything sent anywhere very quickly. So I wonder how how much it would cost to send the equivalent of a trunk load of stuff. Um, to Northumberland, you know, so that it was there within 48 hours and you could just arrive and there it was. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think that um, that's probably the way it's going to end up having to go. Yeah. If, we, if we're going to actually make any difference to um, global warming from a, a transport point of view. I think so. But yeah. yeah, I mean, putting global warming to one side for a minute, like, what is a holiday for you? And do you think we've we've talked about this before? It's been a while though. Do you think people are prescribing themselves the right kind of holidays for for their mood? And are they coming back refreshed on the whole? Or do you think holidays are having a detrimental effect on our mental health? I think it depends on the why, in the sense that some people will go and, and do a certain kind of holiday, not because they want to, but because it's what is expected of them by the family or whatever. Um, and and they're therefore not having a good time. You know, I, I know people that come back from holidays saying, I just wanted to chill by the pool and just really just read a book and take a week out. 
Yep. And my part, my partner's going, come on, what are we doing today? Where are we going? What are we doing? You know, so I mean, I think you've got to make sure that your um, your aims for the holiday are aligned. That makes it easier. Um, and then um, yep. deciding on what you do and how you do it from there. I mean, Ree and I used to do a thing where we, when we were going abroad where we'd have one day chilling by the pool and then one day going and doing stuff. So we'd kind of mix it up together, but we made sure we had enough time of chill time, then enough kind of um, time to kind of feed our uh, senses and ideas as well. You know? Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I guess too, I'm, I'm lucky that I've, I've got a, a wife and a partner who uh, has ha- had similar kind of uh, holidays to me as a kid caravan holidays yeah. and you know with the occasional trip over overseas and to france and that mm. kind of thing mm. um, i think I was, I was actually about 15 when i was 14 when i first went on a plane we'd had um we'd had a couple of holidays where we'd driven to france the jura mountains i remember we went there on mm. a couple of times in the mid 90s uh and then we went on a flight and a couple of years running to Mallorca and Minorca, I think, when I was about 15, 16. Mm-hmm. That was probably when it was kind of holidays like that were just kind of really getting going um, in terms of that wonderful area when, you know, people started getting microwaves and uh, VCRs under their tellies and that kind of thing. I'm starting to sound really old now, aren't I? <laughs> oh, no. What's a VCR? What's a video recorder? Bloody hell. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, t- our, the routines that I have on my holidays now, with my my lads are the same as I had. You know, we, so we were in a caravan last week. Um, we do have uh, solar panels now and the ability for like electric lights, but we still like to light candles at nighttime when it starts to get dark, um, mm. just for the kind of ambiance. And we play little weird card games, Uno and um, yeah. pairs and that kind of thing. All the all the same kind of games that I played when I was a kid. So this stuff just kind of transcends generations doesn't it really and i guess the what the, the reason we like going back to northumberland instead of exploring even just other parts of the uk which there's so many areas in the uk that i should go to really just to experience but for us i think we go to northumberland because we don't need to think about what to do too much because we know the area so well if it is raining which it does every now and again we know that uh, we should go to annick because that's a good good rainy day place because there's stuff you can do indoors there's like barter mm-hmm. books and there's some museums there and a castle you can go mm-hmm. around so i think part of the stress of a holiday can be kind of trying to figure out what to do um whether it's sunny or rainy or or whatever you've got to kind of put some real thought into oh what are we going to do today or is who do mm-hmm. i go where do us where do we get tickets you know we go to northumberland because um we don't need to we just look out the window in the morning or we check our weather forecast and we say oh it's going to be nice We'll go to the beach. Which beach should we go to? Oh, we haven't been to that one yet. Uh, and then we get the picnic. We go to the beach, and then by the time we've, yeah, you know, we just don't need to think about it at all. And I think that's a lot. A lot of the stress of holidays can be um, just trying to figure out what to do when you're in a new place. Mm. Some people obviously really like that, you know, and kind of buzz off seeing new things and new experiences. But not not everyone. So you, I guess you've got to pick the right holiday for your. Yeah, Psyche, haven't you? <clears throat> and some people like activity holidays. So they want to go skiing or canoeing or something. You know, that um, so that, that it, it's a very focused doing holiday, as opposed to a doing nothing holiday. Yeah, um, and that that's going to vary a lot. 
with people. But I think that also depends on what you're doing. You know, if your if your job is fairly sedentary, um, you know, you might want a holiday where you get up and do something. Whereas if you're rushing around like a lunatic um, in your work life, you know, the idea of just going blur by a pole can be really attractive. Mm-hmm. So it's what you need, I guess. Yeah. Have you, have you got anything planned for this this year then, apart from our little uh, little trip to Amsterdam? Um, yeah, in theory, we're supposed to be going to Santorini, which we've been trying to get to for years, but we've had to keep cancelling it um, because of COVID. So we assume that this year we're going to make it to Santorini um, and that that will be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. Let's see whether we get there or not. You know, I, I, I'm not convinced anymore. I, I was thinking, oh, looks like it's going to work this year. And then I saw all the problems at the, at the, um, at the airport in Manchester. Um, and I'm thinking all you need is for um, there to be a kind of wave of COVID and then they start cancelling the planes, which is what they've been doing. And then it's like, oh, the holiday gone again. You know. Yep. Um, I know. Well, I mean, uh, my brother-in-law's a, a commercial airline pilot. Um, yeah. So, uh, he's, I mean, yeah, he's kind of lucky to have got through the last couple of years with a job, to be honest. And uh, But mm-hmm. he's back to it now in quite a big way. But he's, there's still yeah. a bit of doubt and uncertainty about the future of, of his profession yeah because it's, it's just so much uncertainty around yeah the, the hit that it's taken in the last couple of years and uh the kind of looming crises that you know for around energy uh disruption and that kind of thing so yeah and there's big knock-on effects not just from him as a pilot but you know yeah we, when we went to Mallorca and stayed in the hotel there met loads of cool people that work you know in the hotel and the, the people working in the restaurant and the folks that go around the pool to make sure you're having fun and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. all awesome people that rely on the that transfer of cash from here to there mm-hmm. uh that could all just go up in smoke in the coming years so it's yeah it's really complex stuff in it yeah yeah but the idea is you know is a holiday valid if a holiday is valid then what kind of holiday is valid in terms of not what can you afford and aren't you lucky, not that, but in terms of what's a reasonable thing to do. Um, and it, is it reasonable to fly halfway around the world so that you can have a week lying in the sun? Is that a reasonable thing to do? And I think from the point of view of people coming out of the last world war and coming through all the kind of the darkness and, and moving into this world of the 60s and 70s where everybody was having a far out time, um, which is very kind of hedonistic and very good. Um, but do we get to a point where, where we, we actually review that and think, actually, no, that's not right? Yep. You know, just because you can, should you, mm. as it were? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tricky times. So yeah, um, we'll help we'll help our listeners navigate it as best we can. Because uh, yeah, strange times on planet Earth. Uh, what's your resource of the week, Sean? Um, mine is I've um, got a, a thing down here, which is about um, it's the, it's a Time Out article, but it's like the best places to go in the UK, and it's got lots of links on, um, and. It's amazing to me over COVID, particularly with people not traveling around the world so much, the amount of people that said to me, 
hadn't realised what a beautiful place the UK is. Because mm. they've actually been and looked and seen and felt, you know. And it, and it's like you, you can be somewhere. I can remember being on, on Anna Marie Island off, um, you know, the Keys at Tampa uh, in, in America and watching a sunset. And, every, and literally probably thousands of people have come down to watch this sunset. And it was a beautiful sunset, but actually it was no different to the sunset of West Kirby. Yeah, the lake here, you know, and it's like everyone's going, ooh, oh, wow. And it's like I travelled thousands of miles <laughs> to see the same thing that I could have seen back here. Yeah, I've but done it all the same. seems so different because I travelled all those thousands of miles. Yeah, I know. I've done the same in uh, in Ibiza. Yeah, I remember it was quite a, there's a San Antonio or something in one of the trendy parts where you're one of the nightclubs that all the bars on the beach there, and everyone's watching the sunset. And uh, with the, maybe it's, but it's had a lot to do with the music playing and the vibe and the temperature, I guess, at that time of night. But yeah, it was, it was like this. That's no sunset, man. Come to the world, man. We'll show you a sunset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've been a, yeah. Or I'd actually driving across the gorge in Italy and thinking, wow, this is amazing. And then coming back here and driving virtually the same thing in Wales uh, across the gorge and thinking, well, and actually seeing the Welsh one completely differently. And it's yeah. like, do we do we become blind to where we are? I think we do, yeah, because, I mean, the beaches in Northumberland, are, like in terms of the length of them and the sand dunes are pretty epic compared to around here. But what we actually do on the beach when we're just sat down, you know, kicking a ball around or having a paddle, <laughs> they're the things we could do a few miles. We could, yeah, cycle as a family there every day if we wanted to the summer, but we don't. But, so there is something about that having that distance from where you live, uh, I guess. Uh, but yeah, we should probably spend even more hyper-local holiday days just to yeah. enjoy what we have right on our doorstep. Yeah, and I, I guess there is an issue about going and doing something different, mm -hmm. you know. But it's like, what is different? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's crazy, isn't it? Well, as part of that, my resource is a, a link. I just found out this morning that the Great British Rail sale yeah. is starting. I think by the time this goes out, um, the slashing the fee, the fares of uh, loads of uh, train tickets in the coming weeks um, mm -hmm. by quite a lot, actually. So, uh, um, 50%. Yeah, yeah, so down to the price where they should, probably should be. Although we, yeah, I've got mm -hmm. a rail card, so we get pretty good offers all the time. But yeah. Um, just go on the website, uh, gov.uk, and follow the links, and just see where where you can get to from where you are, and uh, have a little little look around the UK while it's half price uh, via a you know a clean, efficient way of getting around. Mm. Yeah, good opportunity yeah. to sample it. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. I better go. I've got kids running around upstairs, smashing things to bits. So I'll. Uh, it's typical. I know, absolutely <laughs> outrageous. Can't wait for them to be back in school. Holidays, man. <laughs> so annoying. Uh, but I'll see you again next week, eh, Sean? Yeah, you take care. Brilliant. Take care, everyone. See ya. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.